1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Trust the Tape, episode seven. Seven. Give or take. It's seven. I believe it's seven. Depends where you check, though, Brian. If you check the uh, the sites where they store them all, it's like episode 70. Oh, really? Yeah, they got them all there.
1: Yeah. The history of this. I'm just talking about the ones that I'm involved with so far. It's very selfish of you. But I'm welcome. a yay for me guy. Don't you forget
0: it. <laughs> welcome to episode seven <laughs> of Trust the Tape. The Combine is upon us, and I've got a whole bunch of questions from a whole bunch of people. That's good. I've got a mock draft that I enjoyed looking over today.
1: Oh. I hadn't decided. Some, are somewhat, you a mock draft hater or a mock no, draft no, liker? I am a mock draft. I like the mock draft. You know, when I was with the Cowboys, I used to be in charge of the mock drafts. We like that. We I would take the, like uh, the week of the draft when we were done with our meetings. I was responsible for the up and down on the boards and stuff like that as a pro personnel guy. And what I would do is I'd hand out the scouts all the team needs, and I'd say, okay, you got the Chicago Bears, the Lions, and the Buccaneers, and so the scouts would pick. And what we would try and do is. We wouldn't try and we wouldn't use our board. We we had a top one hundred and fifty we would use and we would go off that top one hundred and fifty. So okay, see, I I'm I, I'm a fan of the mock draft as long as you make it to where it's not you're just not putting guys. You're saying okay, well Grant Delp it has to be at seventeen, but you know, if it, if it if it's legitimately a need, go for it. But not just put players to be putting players in spots because they're your seventeenth best player.
0: I'm the same way for the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I've announced as of today. If your pick for the Cowboys at 17 is Xavier McKinney or Grant Delpit, I sure. don't want to see your mock draft. Yeah, because I've already seen it a hundred times. right. I want you to have fun. I want you to mix it up. I want you to show me something. Yeah. Let me think about something. yeah, Give me something to think about. Well, see,
1: that's what all these guys do now, you know on the NFL network and NFL.com and stuff like that. And I, I think if you're going to do a bunch of mock drafts, you have to be able to have some flexibility within your board. And it's not just okay. This time I'm going to give him Grant Delp. But oh, this time I'm going to give him Xavier McKinney. It's you know maybe maybe you drop a guy down there far uh, enough to a point where eh? you could, yeah no eh? I I'm all about that because there are going to be some guys that are going to slide in this draft. I would like to uh,
0: discuss with you, Brian. Okay, Bucky Brooks mock draft because that gave you some that gave you some encouragement. It gave me something different. Yeah, and I like different. Yeah. So, I hate making it too Cowboy-specific, so I want to give everyone's pick here. And also, we're going to put, listen, some of the responsibility is on you. If you're listening and you want to hear something about your team, send it in. Yeah, Tweet one of us. Respond when we say... Hey, what do you want us to talk about on Trust Tape this week? We did get two from other teams, so we will talk about the Dolphins today. We will talk about the Bills today. Yes, we should. But Bucky Brooks mock draft—I'll run it down real quick to get you. Uh, well, I'll say all the way through through the first round, right? Joe Burrow, duh. Chase Young. That's okay. Well, you I to, I, I'll let you. I'll let you make it on those two. You don't have to change those. Sure. Those are okay. Isaiah Simmons being the third player off the board. Nice. Clemson linebacker nice. to the Detroit uh, Lions. Our first offensive tackle at four, Jedrick Wills to the Giants from Alabama, Tua to the Dolphins, Justin Herbert to the Chargers. Okay. Derek Brown to the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Tristan Wirfs, your man from Iowa, to go protect Kyler Murray in Arizona. Jeff Okuda makes it to nine. There you go. Right, let me ask you this. To Jacksonville, which I like because you just step in. Hey, Ramsey's
1: gone. We get Okuda. Let me ask you this, though. If you're okay, we'll take it out of the Dallas Cowboys' hands even there. Okay. So what if you're one of those teams that's sitting behind Dallas there on that board and you see Okuda comes, gets to nine? You interested in going? Oh, Yeah. You interested? Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh for sure.
1: I mean, again, you could be the you know you could be the Cowboys sitting there at seventeen. You are gonna be a team that that needs a corner. Any team that needs a corner. Any team that needs a corner, and he gets to nine. I am on the phone.
0: Yeah, and I do feel like more often than not, trading down is what wins. But I I love Okuda as a prospect. I think Okuda. If you have a choice between Okuda at nine and whoever is your next corner. 15 to 20 Henderson I'm going to nine I'm Henderson I'm going under, to yeah. nine yeah I'm going to get Okuda
1: yeah if, if if there's going to be a certain point in time in that draft where with one of those players that we feel like's a top yeah. five pick slides I'm I'm I've, I've got I am battle ready I put chum in the water hmm. I've called teams ahead of me like hey listen I'm interested in coming up there if you guys want to move you guys are serious about moving around We got 17 to offer here and a couple other things if you're interested. Look at our roster, too, if you want one of our guys. You know?
0: Yeah. So we move past 9 and we get to 10. And I want everybody to pay attention. We'll stop once we get past 12 because that's when I want to point something out to everybody. So right now you go Okuda at 9. You go Andrew Thomas, the Georgia offensive tackle, to the Browns at 10. You go Louisville offensive tackle, Mackay Becton, to the New York jets at 11 Mm -hmm. and at 12, he sends Jordan love to the Raiders. There you go. So there you go. If you are a team, the reason I'm enjoying this exercise, if you are anybody who doesn't pick in the top 12, I think you would love this. And the reason you love this is because we're 12 picks in all four of the top offensive tackles are gone, right? All four of the top quarterbacks are gone, right? We're 12 picks in, and eight of them were either quarterback or offensive tackle. Yeah. So everything else is creeping towards you, whatever right. team
1: you are. Right.
0: At 13, Jerry Judy to the Colts. Okay. At That's our first receiver off the board. Okay. At 14, Javon Kinlaw, South Carolina D tackle to the Tampa Bay Bucs. Okay. At 15, your guy, C.J. Henderson to the Broncos. Okay. At 16... Kayla Chason, Chase on LSU edge rusher to the Falcons, which gets you to 17. And it gets you to 17 with my top two players left being receivers. And so now we get to have fun because I haven't seen anyone actually do this in a mock until Bucky. It's 17, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now, go. What, what? What de- what defensive players have we lost? Though we've lost, we lost, lost DeVon two. two Kinlaw, we've lost Kinlaw, we've lost Henderson, uh, Henderson. We've lost the. De- we've lost two defensive tackles, two defensive backs, and two defensive backs. Mm-hmm. And so and two edge rushers, and two edge rushers. So you're you're if you're thinking <laughs> defense, your probably your best defensive players have been taken off the board. You know, unless they have those safeties great. And just kind of the vibe I'm getting right now from that crew. I think that one of those safeties would be realistic for them. Probably the one that
0: they would think could get interceptions in the NFL, which would be Delpit. Yeah, Probably not the more box guy. I think
1: we have to be careful about that stuff. And I don't think this is a smokescreen or anything. But I think there is some separation between Delpit and McKinney there for, for them. I really do. CeeDee Lamb to the Cowboys at seventeen. Okay, for, now wait, you're you're totally that that would be your best player on the board for the Cowboys. Yeah, am I only, right about that?
0: Not only would I pick him, if anybody called me, I'd hang up on them. I'd say, okay, I'd, you're going, you're gonna, go, I'm picking him. You're going I would that say, route. I would say I have a top eight player on the board at seventeen. Yeah, you don't, don't
1: call me. There's nothing you got, to
0: call me about. I'm yeah. picking CeeDee Lamb because you, you got the
1: Dolphins behind you. You got the Raiders behind you. That's a pick that they got from Chicago, Mm -hmm. and the Raiders are a team that's looking for wide receiver help, right?
0: Yeah, they definitely could. I see because everybody everybody had Lamb
1: going. Everybody had Lamb going to the Raiders at twelve. Yeah, that's the first time. So, if you think that you could trade back and still get this guy, if you're a Cowboys, if you're the no, you got a team behind you. Now you got to watch, man. I'll tell you what. Well, you got to watch the Falcons. If if Ceedee Lamb starts to Drop, I would watch the Falcons at 16 bailing. to bailing. Uh, maybe the Raiders are the team that Are you comes. telling me somebody's going to jump me and take my guy? The, the Falcons are a team that always works the Cowboys on these deals. Okay, well. They didn't have McKinley. And that's okay. There's always something going on with the Falcons.
0: You know why that's okay? Because then you take Henry Ruggs and it's Okay. Okay. Still taking a receiver. You're my still taking. My two best players left in this scenario would be wide receivers. Okay. It would be two receivers at the very top of the board. None of those linebackers interest you, and you've talked about that. Not ahead of Lamar Ruggs. as a sneaky need.
1: Yep. As a sneaky need,
0: I do. And in Bucky's mock draft, they start going pretty much immediately because 19 and 20 are Kenneth Murray at Oklahoma. Yeah. To the Raiders and at 20, Patrick Queen. To the Jaguars, yeah. and the LSU, Travon Diggs, the Bama corner at 18, 21, the Eagles get Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Uh. Uh.
1: Somebody asked about that by the way on Twitter. What they ask? They asked about what players would you worry about those the the, the uh if they were if it was Cowboys specific, the NFC East opponents ending up with. Oh, uh, I think are, Young, I think Young Young yeah. is a is a gut punt.
0: Oh, I think the worst case is going to happen.
1: Oh, yeah. The Giants are going to
0: take a good offensive lineman to sure. build their line. Sure. Washington's going to get Chase Young. Yeah. And the Eagles are going to stumble fart to Henry Ruggs. That's going to happen.
1: I, you got to watch the Eagles too coming from where they're at on 21. If if that's another Look at all these teams behind. If CD Lamb gets to within trading range and you sit there and think that you're just going to take him. I that could be
0: tough. As long as him and Henry Ruggs are both on the board. I'll sit there. I can lose one of you, and then i got to start looking around going, okay, guys, panic time. What do you think? I don't like the way defense is shaping up if you're picking between 17 and 20. I don't want to be the guy that's like, well, at 17, I'm going to take Christian Fulton or Grant Delp. I don't want that pick. I don't want that pick. Well, that's only only if the wide
1: receivers are gone, right? right? Right. Yeah.
0: Right. I guess worst case would be the wide receivers are gone. And one or two of the offensive tackles makes it to you. And because I don't think you would take one. Yeah. AJ Epinesa to Buffalo.
1: Okay. Can we talk about them real quick? We'll answer that question, right? The yeah, Buffalo sure. fans, the Buffalo yeah. fans were calling in. Yeah. And at, or not calling in, but uh, Texas about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me find Texas are tweeting a, about it. A couple what, of needs it, there we thought. Wide receiver, right? Wide receiver for sure. Yep. I think so. Epinesa, uh, good fit for them, though, right? Yeah, sh- for sure. It's a pretty good. That, that's a team to me. You watch what that team's done defensively. I, I, I that's
0: I'm a top three defense.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I think that they do a good job over there. I really, I, really I think do. they do
0: too because they have. I
1: don't want to. You kill didn't like them. their quarterback at all, and
0: though. I don't want to kill him, but he's still not very good. He's a good. Well, get runner. him some help. He's not a good enough thrower, but that's why. So the question was from Luke Luke Sweeney on yeah. Twitter said, "Who would Buffalo be tar- targeting if they decide to move up? If not." Who would be a good pick for them at 22? And I'll tell you a guy that I really like for them at 22. And he's not my favorite receiver in this draft, but I think Laviska Chenault out of Colorado fits in Buffalo like really well.
1: big, nasty, cold-weather guy? Yeah. Like play the snow, play the cold, be big? Josh Allen's accuracy is
0: up and down, so yeah. I'm not trying to find somebody who's going to be like this super down-the-field guy. I don't want to have to throw him pinpoint passes, but yeah. – If you take a guy who's just a monster when the ball's in his hands and say, hey, we're going to find ways to get you the ball. The screen game, just stop routes and slant routes and uh, end-arounds. We're just going to find a way to get the ball in your hands. I think LaVisca Chenault helps that offense.
1: Yeah, that's a team. If you look at the Bills, though, John Brown, who they got from the Baltimore Ravens. We need a big guy. We got tiny people. Well, Cole Beasley, too. Cole Beasley had a nice season. Duke Williams, uh, Isaiah McKenzie was a guy. Robert Foster. I mean, they've. They, they need a big-time player uh, to help that quarterback for sure.
0: A.J. Epinesa goes 22 to the Bills.
1: Okay. Kind of a nice fit there. It gets, puts him in there with uh, Trent Murphy involved. Ed Oliver playing inside for those guys. Starville kind of, That's fun. As a guy, Jerry Hughes did a nice job. Has always done a nice job for them. So, yeah, why not? Xavier, why not?
0: Xavier McKinney goes to the Patriots in Bucky's mock draft. Christian Fulton to the Saints. To pair up with Marshawn Lattimore. Grant Delpit becomes a Viking at twenty five. Okay, stop
1: right there. Okay. For cowboy fans and say that's kind of where Grant Delpit should be. Yes. Agreed. So eight at seventeen and you if you determine the safety class is not deep enough and you don't want to deal with one at fifty one, you know? You might get stuck at seventeen. You might get, and get stuck, stuck at him. seventeen. But if but if
0: it was like this scenario and you were stuck at seventeen and picked him and left guys like cd lamb and henry
1: ruggs on the oh, board yeah. i would say you did that wrong yeah
0: i would say you did that wrong yeah
1: you, you might have that opportunity to say that well i don't know like i can say i it would be interesting if the last quarterback does go at 12 yeah for that's sure. the, like you said tackles quarterbacks push everything down that would be that would be a good thing if you're the, one of those uh, people they're picking in the middle of that board yeah DeAndre Swift, our
0: first running back at twenty-six to
1: Miami. Okay, uh, with that in your mind of how much you devalue the running back of picking in the first round, is that a good spot? How for him? dare you say that about me? I said it to in my a way, face. I said it in a positive way because you do devalue the running back in the first round. I but do. is that beyond your first round numbers?
0: I wouldn't mind it at twenty-six. I tell you what would worry me about it though. Let's take Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, you didn't like it at four. I didn't like it at four, and I would never like it at four to pick a running back, because I can find one later. Like, I would rather have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 56 than DeAndre Swift at 26, but what worries me now is that the running backs know what's happening. They understand. Yeah. Zeke held out because he understands what's happening.
1: The devaluation. devaluation. You're going to run me for
0: five years. Yeah into the ground Mm -hmm. and then say, well, see you later. And everybody's going to look at me like, well, we don't really want to give you money either. You're done. And so he held out. So I don't know if I want to pick a first round running back thinking, hey, in three years he might not show up to camp because he knows how this works. So I think I would just, I would turn over second and third round backs every three, four years. Bang, bang, bang. Clockwork. Give me Zach Moss. Give me Edwards Hilaire. Tell me who the backs are three years from now. I'll find, just pick the next Georgia guy.
1: So, so every, Georgia like, guy. second round, you're looking for a back. Second or third round, you're going to be looking for a back. Yeah, maybe the fourth. Edward Tiller, the Taylor kid. We talked to Acres from Florida, Florida State. State. Yeah. People think that Acres is going to be a steal. Yeah. Benjamin from Arizona State. Yeah. Give I me see a what, guy. I see what you're doing.
0: 27, Yatur Grosmatos, Penn State, mm-hmm. pass rusher to Seattle. 28, my guy Zach Vaughn out of Wisconsin ah, to the Ravens. I see what you're doing there. At 29, Austin Jackson, USC Boy, good to the looking Titans. tackle, Boy, good-looking tackles Yeah, man. Sneaking Jacob Eason into the first round here to the Packers. Ooh.
1: Cameron Dantzler to the 49ers. All right, let me ask you this. That a little rich considering you really like Arnett from Ohio State, Gladney from TCU. I would probably put Gladney there over Dantzler.
0: But I like Dantzler, too. I like all of those guys. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen is my second round's got like six corners in it. Yeah. Three here. one or two of them's going to sneak into the first round.
1: Yeah. But, well, where do you have Gladney? I have him in the second round. I have Arnett, Gladney, TCU, and then Terrell from Clemson as my second round guy. Where do you have Dantzler? Third round. Oh, Brian. Top of the third. Oh, Brian. I got him in there with him and that Bryce Hall from Virginia. Brian. Brian, Brian. Uh, I'm just telling you.
0: I'm not doing the podcast today. I can't handle this sort of aggression, mm-hmm. this sort of disrespect to my guys. It's tough. Uh, Marlon Davidson goes 30 <laughs> to the Chiefs yeah. out of Auburn. So that's Bucky's. It's all wrap. ice
1: cream, my friend. It's Which, all ice cream.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of true. It is okay. So we did the Buffalo. Let's move on from Buffalo. Question from yeah. Luke here.
1: You know what? I, I do. I do like. But you know, if you talk about Miami as a team that needs running backs, though. And we, know, had multiple, Ballage, we had multiple, we had multiple
0: guys asking about Miami, just in terms of, hey, draw me up. You know, how does this work with all this draft capital? You're talking about picking 5, yeah. 18, and twenty six. Yeah, what are you trying to come out of there with? I think I, think, I would start I, with Tua if he's healthy. Yeah, the dream think, is that you can get him at five, which I don't know that you
1: can. I think the Raiders had a heck of a plan last year, just to sit there. Don't worry about moving up. Just with the way Jeff just kind of spelled it out for you. Where you're sitting, some good players are going to fall in your lap. You know, just just sit at your spot, pick your guys, and then go on. You know, I think Chris Greer knows that in uh, in Miami. He's a good he's a good evaluator down there. Just do exactly what the Raiders did. Sit there, pick players, and then away you go.
0: Let's go, let me see here. So their off-season needs, here's the fun part if you're a Dolphin fan. I mm-hmm. wanted to look it up and get somebody else's perspective to see if I'm right about this, but I'm seeing their off-season needs as Offensive tackle, interior offensive line, quarterback, edge rusher, cornerback, running back, linebacker, safety, defensive line, tight end, everything. Yeah. So, basically, you're just saying, who's the best player that falls in my
1: lap at every single Exactly. That's exactly how I'd play it.
0: So, at five, maybe maybe it's Tua. Yeah. Maybe it's Justin Herbert. Right. Maybe they fall in love with Jordan Love. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe it's one of those quarterbacks at five, and then you go down to 18- and that puts you in that same cowboy range where you're like, ah, mm-hmm. I'll say at 18, maybe your best case scenario is one of those four tackles makes it.
1: Absolutely. Maybe you
0: can get Andrew Thomas or yeah. Mackay
1: Beckton. Absolutely. Tristan Wurfs. Oh, Wurfs. That's Walter Jones to me. I know old school, if you're a Seahawk fan listening to us, you guys remember Walter Jones? That's what that guy is. Wirfs, Walter Jones to me, never on the ground, tough, big, strong, physical, athletic.
0: Who do you think is the fourth best in this tackle group? Is it Andrew Thomas? Is it Jedrick Wills? Is it Wirfs? Is it Beckton?
1: No, I got, I got, I've got, let me, I'll tell you exactly how I've got that crew. Because I, I, I want I've, the
0: fourth one, because I think that's the most realistic at 18. Thomas, Georgia. Okay, so we're going to say. Werfs,
1: Wills, Beckton, Thomas. I so, think that Thomas would be that guy that I would, that 18th pick which you're talking about, yeah. Miami, absolutely.
0: So we'll say that for Miami, I think it would be great for them if they went. Either Tua or Herbert, whoever's at five. Right. If either of them's at five, then Andrew Thomas at eighteen to get some protection there. Mm -hmm. And with your final pick in the first round, what about Jeff Gladney or
1: maybe one of these linebackers?
0: Yeah, maybe Queen or Murray.
1: Yeah, if, if Queen or Murray – I think Murray would – I think people like Queen. you Jaylen brought up, Rager.
0: Eh? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. You brought up the fact, though, that you think that people will not like Queen's size overall. Six one, yeah. in the 220s, Yeah, not a long guy. Where, where, Mur, where Murray from Oklahoma is a bigger, thicker guy. He's a guy. little bigger, a little longer. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of people have him down in that 25 to 30 range as far as picking him. Boy, he's a good player. Both those guys run to the football, make plays. Yeah, they do. Woo! All right, grade that for us, Dolphin
0: fans. Yeah. Tua, Andrew Thomas, Kenneth
1: Murray. they That's your first round. They got three on my book. Three, three, three legitimate first-round players on my book.
0: So, okay, we've gotten your Buffalo knocked out. We got your Miami knocked out. Let's go to Cliff's question for us, Brian. Okay. He says, random. In the NBA draft, age is a big consideration. Many of the guys that are 21 and older get glossed over for the 18- to 20-year-olds. Seems like age doesn't make a difference in the NFL draft, unless the guy's much older than his peers. Why is that? I guess I disagree. Yeah. I think age is considered. Age is something
1: we always talked about, even though... If
0: you have a guy who's 20 that's yeah. in the NFL draft, right. that you think his tape is outstanding, Mm-hmm. You're going to take him over a 23 year old. Yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah, if you think they're anywhere close as players, you'll you'll cheat to the 20 year old.
1: I think Tristan Hill is 21 years old. Yeah, you know, and but you know that was a second round pick.
0: Think about Tua versus Burrow.
1: Exactly, Burrow's two
0: or three years older than Tua. Right. And now yeah. you're going to take people are going to take Burrow because of the the injury concern well, with people, Tua, but still you're looking yeah. at Tua
1: and you're like, man, this is a young dude. The reports from the combine. I'm starting to hear some whispers that teams were favorable of Tua's medical report. Hey,
0: hey, yeah. hey, hey. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that's, what is that, 21 versus 23? Yeah. Maybe Burrow would be 24 See, is a year.
1: We did that in the 2003 draft, and I don't mean to be back in the day guy, but that's my experience. That's how long ago it's been. But Terrence Newman was an older guy, you know, and a lot of people were very critical of us at the time with the Cowboys that why would you take an older corner? You know, he's it's going to – and he ended up playing until he was – he he outlasted everybody in his draft class when it came to that, you know.
0: So I guess the way I would view it is I don't view the older prospect as something to knock, but I do for the younger prospect, if they're able to do the same things on the field, give them a bonus. Yep. I don't I don't pull down the old man, yep. but I do prop up the young
1: man. I I don't disagree with you on that. I think what you got to do is in this day and age of free agency, though you got to have those guys whether they're ready or not. I mean, you you got to go if age whatever you got to get draft guys that can come in and play. Sure. Because sure. you're you're going to have them, you're going to have to make a determination and either you're going to have to keep them long term or you're going to have to move on.
0: From GC on Twitter. Mhm. I love the player he's asking about. He says, "Where do you project Harrison Bryant?"
1: Oh. And of
0: course he adds on his Dallas thing at the end. Could Dallas get him with their third round pick?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. So Harrison Bryant, Florida Atlantic tight end. Yeah. And he's my tight end. Number one in this draft (laughs) class.
1: They, I, they I, play I, him more as a receiver. I love, but your, I love your board, by the way. You got some. You got some. Some names. There. Oh, I'm not afraid. No, I know you're not. That's what's great. I learned about
0: from you. a guy who said, "Don't window dress your board. Don't
1: window dress your board. If you believe it's the best, he's the best. Put him up there. Put him up there. Everybody
0: else can that's take. Like Cole that Comet. I'm we're, taking Harrison Bryant. Talk
1: about that linebacker that Wisconsin. Linebacker you love too. Zach Bond, linebacker number two. Yeah, that's a that's great. I love you doing uh,
0: that. Harrison so,
1: Bryant, Florida Atlantic.
0: Yeah, I think that he's a. I think he's athletic. He's yeah. big. After the catch, he can make some things happen. And I actually think when they let him play as sort of a move guy and ask him to block, he blocks better than he's going to get credit for.
1: Prove that to Senior Bull. Harrison Bryant is my tight end one.
0: And I think if I had to guess, I would say he's a late second-round pick. If I have to guess... But if you're a team that needs a tight end and he's there in the third round, I would hop, skip, jump, and do back springs, yeah, back handsprings to turn that guard in. I
1: just kind of feel like that people are going to see him in the middle of that board, Jeff, in the second round. Yeah, I, I do. I, I just feel like there's there's too many qualities about this young man that just that makes you feel like okay, he is this that new age tight end, the new age guy that you the whoop yeah that like it down the, the field. You put him on the move. You flex him out. This guy's got really natural hands. He catches in him easy. He extends for the ball. The coaches will go to him no matter the situation. That's the thing I like about him. Fourth down, boom. Who are we throwing the ball to? Harrison Bryant's getting the ball. Red zone, who's getting the ball? Harrison Bryant's getting the red uh, getting the ball down there in the red zone. I mean, this guy's a mismatch player, and I think in this day and age in the National Football League, you got to have mismatched players on offense. There's no way he gets to you in the, in the second. Or excuse me, in the third round. No Who's way. your tight end? Who's your top tight end? I like the kid myself. The complete tight end from Dayton is who? Is oh, Trout uh, Troutman. Troutman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm you know, but I've got I don't have a first round tight end. Yeah, I mean I've got Troutman and I've got Bryant, but I I think to me that Troutman and maybe I'm getting a little mesmerized by I saw a little bit more power in the player as a blocker. So if if I'm gonna go full on, probably because he was blocking me. Well, exactly. When you're blocking, <laughs> you know, radio hosts. And, How was he at the senior bowl? You know what? It was. It was okay. You know, I, I, I he didn't look out of place. But Bryant caught my eye blocking at the senior bowl. But Troutman, I, I just think that I think Troutman's kind of got that that Dallas Goddard vibe to him that you're you're thinking about. Oh wait, he's a smaller school guy. Uh, why is he playing in you know this this conference? I, I don't. I, I I tell you what. I I just I just look at the guy, and he, I, he's a bigger guy, and he takes advantage of people. You're absolutely right, but he could also like Bryant. He could be a, a mismatch problem. This is a good group of tight ends.
0: This, I agree. This I, is we've it, heard it's a bad group of tight ends and a bad group of linebackers, and I'm working through. No, like, no, I, it's I not. I mean,
1: you know, I, I'm I'm tell you, you know. Uh, the Missouri kid, Owe Kude Bunab. Albert O is what I'm going with. You're going Albert O. I mm-hmm. oh, I mean, I'm looking at him, and this, these are good-looking athletes. The kid, I watched the kid Parkinson from Stanford this morning. Yeah. You know, here's a guy that can play in line, but he plays flexed. The coaches have figured out how to use these big athletic guys. The Cowboys, if you're following along with what they're doing, they're talking to these tight ends. I mean, it's going to be about – and even they're thinking about, hey, how do you get Blake Jarwin more involved? How do you get Dalton Schultz more involved? You know, And then get some, a tight end here that can help you a little bit with the blocking, but is also a downfield player as well.
0: Our buddy Dalton Miller asks, how ah. do you choose between low floor, high ceiling guys and mid floor, low ceiling guys on day three? You explain explain it. See,
1: they never, okay, so Dan, they never talked about when I was scouting, yeah. and, and, and Dalton, hey, I appreciate his question, and I really like his eye for these players. I, we never, ever talked about that. That was something in, in the 90s and the 2000s, yeah. when we or the early 2000s when I was scouting. We never talked about players that way. It was never like, you know, Ron Wolfe or those guys never said, well, tell me about the high ceiling guy, the low floor guy. When did this all kind of come about? I'm sorry. I don't know, but I'll, phrase it, I'll
0: phrase it this way. What about you get to the, let's say it's the fourth round, and you've got a receiver on the board. We were chasing traits. Right. Okay, so that's your low floor, high ceiling guy. Okay. So, like, what I would say is, let's say you've got a... Cole Beasley type there in the fourth round. We are like, guys, we think this guy can play slot in the NFL, right? Right. We don't think he'll be a superstar, but we think he can do the job for us. So is that a, a low floor player. guy? Or? That, that would be my mid-floor, low ceiling. Like, okay. I don't think that he's going to be a star, Not any, no, okay. but I think he can play and he can, he can help us. And then another guy on the board would be one of these small school defensive ends that runs the three cone in 6.7 seconds. And you're like, Holy cow. Like the production wasn't really there, maybe he's not big enough, but athletically he looks like one of these guys. Crap, he could turn into Daniel Hunter. I don't know. And so like how do you balance yeah. those things? Yeah. And I guess it depends on the round and the individual players you're talking about.
1: But I do think I that's hear people talk about yeah. that all the time now, and it, it always like I'm like high ceiling. I assume the high ceiling being oh room to grow. You know, high ceiling as in he might yeah, be a superstar, right? Or maybe he can't play, yeah, right? Like mm-hmm. these
0: super twitched up athletes that haven't done anything. Rashawn Gary, yeah, was super high ceiling, but
1: I was I, I asking, I asked you this question because you do a, a really good uh YouTube thing, uh, YouTube videos, YouTube.com
0: slash Jeff Cavanaugh,
1: yeah. where everybody should subscribe. Take a look at that. I wanted to know guys, a guy that you might be the most wrong about. That you, that you got that. I asked you that question. When you look at your board, you're like, "Man, I don't. I see it, but I don't see it." You know, kind of a thing. And then, and you're thinking about, I didn't give this guy enough credit, and I have a chance to be really, really wrong about him.
0: Cole Komet is my tight end number six. Oh, that's
1: yeah, the Notre yeah. Dame
0: tight end. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have have a lot of people have him as their top tight end. Yeah, but I've got both the Bryants, Adam Troutman, Ossie, Ossie at UCLA. Uh huh. Actually, have Bryson Hopkins ahead of him too at yeah. Purdue. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that one, if Komet ends up being really good, I'll be like, whoops, missed on that. Yeah. Uh, who else could I be wrong on? I, you know, I just I don't picture myself being wrong very often, Brian. Right. Picture myself just hitting home runs. Weaver, guy- Weaver, the Boise State pass rusher, I've got him like in the middle of the third round. I've seen people with him in their top thirty.
1: Yeah. I don't think you're wrong about him though. I don't think you're wrong about him. I have. Him I got the Liberty you. receiver all the way up in the third round. That would be uh, Gaddy Golden. Gandy Golden. Gandy Golden. Antonio Gandy Golden. I have him in the third round too. I actually have him behind Pittman, USC, Edwards in South Carolina, and then Gandy Golden. Maybe I'll be wrong uh, on, Ga- on Pittman.
0: Gabriel Davis. You seen him? I've not seen him. Central Florida. Maybe I'll be wrong on Pittman. You think Pittman? You you have him too high or too low? I have him as wide receiver. Well, you know what? Two guys. And unfortunately, I'm. Oh, they're both big guys, which is where I get burned.
1: Is this where? Is this now the nervous factor comes in? Is this where you get Michael with, you Pittman? Have Ole Miss, you had the old Miss Trimble, Treadwell, yeah. yeah,
0: Michael Pittman and Denzel Mims. I have them both in the second round. Ooh, I like them both. Ooh,
1: I like. Your them board both. is unique for sure. Thank you. You're, you're, I mean, and, and I think that's Matabike is the guy that I might be the most wrong about. That's the guy that's kind of got me nervous from Texas A and M. Second round. See, I've got him like in the lower half of the third. Oh, Brian, I I mm. just don't. I got Gallimore from Oklahoma above him. I don't, but you're not you're not alone
0: though. Gallimore's got really good traits. But Gallimore, I got, you know what Gallimore but is? But I got Gallimore High ceiling.
1: But I got him in the third round. Blacklock from TCU. I've got in the second. Now I I could be wrong about him. We could be wrong about Jordan Elliott. He had
0: bad college production, or not good college. That's the Iowa defensive tackle. No, 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 no. The Missouri. Oh, Missouri. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm colors. I, yeah, I the yeah, colors. Yeah, the colors. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Colors. Missouri D yeah. tackle. Yeah. We really, really like him. I see other people are starting to really, really like him. But how about Lewis Davis from Alabama? Gaither. Davis Gaither. My linebacker, Akeem Davis. Nah, Gaither. his socks move faster than everybody socks. I'm taking socks. him in the top forty, top fifty. Oh, I got him in the going. second round. Yeah, I'm I got going. him in
1: the second round for sure. Yeah, he's in that. He's in that group. He's in that group with, uh, like you say, with Queen. Well, Queen and Murray are my two first-round guys. And then Braun, I've got, like, uh, just kind of lurking on the outside. Yeah, I got one, two. Yeah, yeah kind of lurking right there. But, uh, yeah. Let me see. More here. questions. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sidetrack you there. Uh, just
0: trying to see what else we got here. Hold on now. Hold on
1: now. Hold on now. Uh, you haven't seen Brooks from Texas Tech play linebacker yet? I have seen Brooks. Where did you put I was watching
0: tape last night. Where'd you put him? Top of the third.
1: Oh, thank you. Is that that's it? where I had it? Is, is that where you got it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. now there's, there's a guy that we could both be wrong about for sure. Yeah,
0: I got the tech guy there, and then I watched a, uh, I watched the Utah linebacker mm. uh, whose name is escaping me because that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, too it, many. You had
1: too many names in your head, and then
0: I tried to watch the Montana linebacker, but I didn't have tape on him yet, so I have to get the Montana. There, there was later. like
1: the Wyoming linebacker. Maybe
0: that's who I was thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah, Wyoming. Yeah, the Logan. I,
1: Logan Wilson. I was doing Dane's top ten linebackers. The yeah, when I'm missing Logan Wilson is that? That's one. why he is like okay. Gonna, people are gonna say oh, because I'm gonna say this. He's kind of a throwbacks linebacker. Like he could have played like in the he could have played in the '70s kind of a guy. Because he's kind of rangy and, and you know kind of bounces off people, goes and makes tackles, kind of awkward looking. The way oh, I like
0: a good awkward looking. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of an awkward
1: looking guy that makes tackles. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see here. I've this is from Luis. I've seen reports of the Cowboys meeting with tight ends at the combine. Yeah, we talked that. What type of tight end are they looking at? Hybrid or more traditional? I think the two names I saw were more of your inline guys, right? More in line. Stanford and yeah. Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah, Pinkney and then and then who we
0: just saw so I, I, want, I just, want him to start looking at these mismatch players. I Come on, boy. Her, listen. Harrison Bryant, guys.
1: I and uh, He's a wrong. mismatch
0: guy, but he can block.
1: Yeah. He can block. I Let's go Dallas. They, they 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 did an interview with Parkinson from Stanford, but man, I would not call him a good option as an inline blocker. Yeah. Pinkney from Pinkney, has got it. He from can block. Vanderbilt. He can block. He can block. But parkinson boy i'm sucking wind in my teeth right there talking about that guy
0: all right that's all i got today would you want to tell everybody what's your favorite barbecue side or anything like that on our way out no i just uh <laughs> no 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 no, <laughs> no I, just, I don't no.
1: i appreciate all the fans i appreciate the fans from the other clubs that like our show for sure you know and I, and just keep keep saying now the grind's really starting because yeah. you're down to those players you know, don't quit on it. I mean, re- go and find that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round guy that you know, and get your board right. You know, get your names, get your name. You know, we we're inside, I think sixty days, near sixty days. Yep. This combine will be over. We'll be in a pro days. You know, and it'll be the it'll be the sprint to the end. But get, make sure your board's getting set and and trust your eyes. Whatever you're seeing, trust your eyes. There. Don't let other people. Don't let me or Jeff influence you in any way. You know, you we'll we'll, we'll help you along, but have your own have your own opinion That's but i'll good be thing. right
0: if you disagree with me nah. so be
1: careful there you can be yeah you can uh, be fine <laughs>
0: uh, okay everybody we'll talk to you next week please wherever you listen to this podcast give it the five-star review oh. we're trying to get to number one on the charts you know yeah. like mariah carey and garth brooks used to do we're trying to get to number Did somebody one on ask chart.
1: us to do a duet
0: yeah, I ignored that question. I, I think gave it a was, like. I think the it was
1: one Greece. Yeah, I think it was the one from Greece. And the one that I love—that's that
0: weird. <laughs> Say goodbye, Jeff. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll see you uh, for episode eight. Eight.
1: Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours